0: Chapter 72 of the Story of the Greeks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please see LibriVox.org. Recording by Mickey. The Story of the Greeks by H. A. Gerber. Chapter 72 The Retreat of the Ten Thousand. Xenophon's advice pleased the Greeks. It was far better, they thought, to make the glorious attempt to return home, than basely to surrender their arms and become the subjects of a foreign king. They therefore said they would elect a leader, and all chose Xenophon to fill this difficult office. He, however, consented to accept it only upon condition that each soldier would pledge his word of honour to obey him, for he knew that the least disobedience would hinder success, and that in union alone lay strength. The soldiers understood this too, and not only swore to obey him, but even promised not to quarrel among themselves. So the little army began its homeward march, tramping bravely over sandy wastes and along rocky pathways. When they came to a river too deep to be crossed by fording, they followed it up toward its source until they could find a suitable place to get over it, and, as they had neither money nor provisions, they were obliged to seize all their food on the way. The Greeks not only had overcome countless natural obstacles, but were also compelled to keep up a continual warfare with the Persians who pursued them. Every morning Xenophon had to draw up his little army in the form of a square to keep the enemy at bay. They would fight thus until nearly nightfall, when the Persians always retreated to camp at a distance from the men they feared. Instead of allowing his weary soldiers to sit down and rest, Xenophon would then give orders to march onward so they tramped in the twilight until it was too dark, or they were too tired to proceed any farther. After a hasty supper the Greeks flung themselves down to rest on the hard ground, under the light of the stars, but even these slumbers were cut short by Xenophon's call at early dawn. Long before the lazy Persians were awake, these men were again marching onward, and when the mounted enemy overtook them once more and compelled them to halt and fight, they were several miles nearer home. As the Greeks passed through the wild mountain gorges, they were further hindered by the neighboring people, who tried to stop them by rolling trunks of trees and rocks down upon them. Although some were wounded and others killed, the little army pressed forward, and, after a march of about a thousand miles, they came at last within sight of the sea. You may imagine what a joyful shout arose, and how lovingly they gazed upon the blue waters which washed the shores of their native land also. But although Xenophon and his men had come to the sea, their troubles were not yet ended, for, as they had no money to pay their passage, none of the captains would take them on board. Instead of embarking, therefore, and resting their weary limbs while the wind wafted them home, they were forced to tramp along the seashore. They were no longer in great danger, but were tired and discontent, and now for the first time they began to forget their promise to obey Xenophon to obtain money enough to pay their passage to greece they took several small towns along their way and robbed them then hearing that there was a new expedition on foot to free the ionian cities from the persian yoke they suddenly decided not to return home but to go and help them xenophon therefore led them to Pergamus, where he gave them over to their new leader there were still 10,000 left out of the 11,000 men that Cyrus had hired, and Xenophon had cause to feel proud of having brought them across the enemy's territory with so little loss. After bidding them farewell, Xenophon returned home and wrote down an account of this famous retreat of the 10,000 in a book called the Anabasis. This account is so interesting that people begin to read it as soon as they know a little Greek, and thus learn all about the fighting and marching of those brave men. End of chapter 72